Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Hey, hey, friends, I've got a question for you, and it is, have you Googled yourself lately? Googling yourself is probably considered vain or something, but as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, whether you are running a business with 100 people or a micro business like myself, it's not vanity. It's something that you need to be doing. Now, I did a light training on SEO as part of a branding offer for a previous program I ran, and I'm embarrassed to admit I have not actually Googled myself since then. That is until I attended CEX back in May, and boy, was I in for a surprise. Now, I'll get to that in a moment, but first, in this episode, we're going to cover the difference between keyword SEO and personal SEO, what to do when you have a very common name, and the three types of content you can create today that will up your personal SEO. So first, let's talk about the differences between keyword SEO and personal SEO. Keyword SEO is all about long tail keywords, things that you're going to rank for on your website. Now, I want to make it very clear. All right, you can, if you're one of those abundantly early to the game people or really producing a crud of ton, like content, like just so much content that you can overwhelm everything, or you have so much domain authority that you're just noticed more often. So you could, you could have like a not long tail, a short tail keyword, something like content and rank for that. But for most of us mere mortals in the world, we're going to rank for long tail keywords. So this is keyword SEO. Examples of this might be content strategy for course creators. That's something I aim to rank for. Strength training for road cyclists. That's one of my clients' goals. Or, you know, leadership development for mid-level women managers, right? Multiple words, that's the long part of it, that kind of tail off into different subcategories. And these are ways you can rank really well. To do this well, though, you'll need a blog or a video podcast channel with transcripts. Social media alone will not get you there. You do need to have a website to do this because you need to be able to control the domain. And having a strategic content plan is going to help you achieve these results faster. If this is something that you know you want to work on, I highly recommend checking out episode 159 of the No Like and Trust Show. It was with Buzz Bozinski, and we were talking all about the long game strategy of SEO in your marketing plan. Or if you were one of the few who hopped on my Branding Black Holes program back in the day, you have that SEO training that I did in there. Everything in there is still relevant. Just because I didn't keep up with myself doesn't mean that it's not relevant information. And if you need some good primers, some good ways to start this journey, both of those options are really good resources for you. So now let's talk about personal SEO. This is how you rank for your name. In my case, Brittany Gardner. So if you were to Google my name, you'd see a bunch of things. And I'll talk about that again in just a moment. But in this case, you don't actually have to have a website to rank. Your social media profiles, for example, may pop up here, especially if you're heavy on platforms like LinkedIn, where personal branding and personal SEO carries a lot of weight. You could also rank for lesser expected platforms like Vimeo or Tumblr, Pinterest, About.me. These are all social platforms of sorts that will help you rank for your actual name. Now, that said, you want your own website's about or bio page to be the first result. And if it's not, you do want to work on that. 
This leads to my next question or point, which is what do you do if you have a really common name? Back in my photographer days, one of my friends, Scott Williams, always bemoaned the fact that he would never rank for his name because Scott and Williams are both incredibly common. And you know what? He felt like SEO was a lost cause to him. I'm sure there were people who could help him, but he did have an uphill battle. And this, friends, right here is where my CEX story comes in. They gave us name tags with our name, but also a QR code on the front of it. And that QR code led to a Google search results page for, quote, Brittany Gardner, end quote, my name. I'm not sure why they didn't actually have a go to our main website. I have an inkling that it was about, you know, social authority and people who were actual influencers and well-known there getting kind of a boost from that particular event of the Google search. But this is where I had my big surprise. Someone did the thing. They pulled up the QR code and showed me what actually popped up on their phone. And you guys, it wasn't my website. It wasn't my website at all. In fact, I actually pulled it up today just to see. I was like, I wonder if it's changed at all. And before I started recording this episode, I did it. Now, on Google, the top result today is BrittanyGardner.com. It says, Brittany Gardner, I help bloggers and course creators with measurable content plans that bring leads into their businesses. Talks about chaos-free content creation, all the stuff. Yay, I'm winning Google. I got spot number one for my name. But just about that, above that, excuse me, it says, including results for Brittany Griner. Now that's Brittany with two Ts, but uh, she's the WNBA basketball star that I believe is still stuck in Russia after a bogus drug charge. And... You guys, her name's close enough to me. I mean, Griner and Gardner are not the same at all, in my opinion, but apparently she's close enough to me that this ranks very well, even if you search for my name. So the second spot is WNBA Center Brittany Griner is detained in Russia. That's a New York Times article. And then the third is her Wikipedia page. And uh, then there's some people also ask. It's three questions about her. One's actually not even spelled correctly for her name. And then see one two more are about her. And then finally, we get to another one about me, which is my Facebook page. And then the next two are Brittany Griner again, and then my LinkedIn page. So clearly, friends, I have some work to do. And this is why Googling yourself is not a vanity experience. It's actually a business activity. I also searched my name on DuckDuckGo, which is what I use for most of my personal searching. And this one was interesting to me. This is not something I expected until today, obviously. The very first one that pops up there is not me, and it's not Brittany Gardner. It's Brittany Gardner, spelled exactly the same as me, who is an employee at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. It's her bio page. It looks like she's a licensing and contract associate there. So I am not sure why that one single page ranks so much better than all the content I have out there. But again, this is a business activity doing this Google search. I do at least there have the second spot and the third spot, which is my about page. And then my fourth spot, which is my course membership area, learn.brittany.gardner.com. And then it's not until the fifth or sixth spot that our basketball friend comes up on DuckDuckGo. But this, this right here, shows you why it is important to know what your people are searching. I actually see this on my dashboard, my content measurement dashboard all the time too. I see how well I, as in my website, is ranking for people I interviewed three years ago on my podcast. I see how well it's ranking for 
other terms that have nothing to do with me. And honestly, some of those older podcast episodes back from like 2016 and 2017, they don't even have a whole lot of relevance to my business anymore, but I'm still ranking, my website, I should say, is still ranking for those people's names. This right here is one of the tactics of what you can do if you have a common name. Make sure that you overwhelm other mentions of your name. So, you know, you can feel free to incorporate other names that pop up in your content, much like I'm doing right now. I'm mentioning our uh, Sloan Kettering employee. I'm mentioning our basketball friend in context with my name, saying why if you type in my actual name, I should be the one that comes up, not a basketball star. But you want to continue to separate yourself from them as much as you can. There are a couple ways to do that. One is that you can add an initial or a title if you've got one. Now, I am not going to go and start being known by Brittany R. Gardner anytime soon. I have invested far too much time and effort in ranking for Brittany Gardner. So I also don't think it's going to be that hard to separate myself if I put some careful and methodical work into it. But that is an option for me if this problem continues. Another way I could do this is by adding a title. I don't have a handy doctorate or an MBA that I can slap onto my name. So I could just simply start listing myself as content strategist Brittany Gardner. That is another way to do that. I'm pairing my name with my job title. And in that way, I'm already going to separate myself from a basketball player and from a licensing and contract associate. That's pretty much your options if you have a common name. Overwhelm and separate. Moving on to the third thing we're going to cover today, which is three types of content to create today to boost your personal SEO. The first of these is all your social profiles. Go to them now, make sure they all have the same picture, all of the same bio listed, or at least close to the same bio using the same kinds of keywords. The goal here is that you are making it easy for search engines to connect the dots about you and for you. If you're making it difficult for them, you know, there's going to be mixed results when people search for you. So in terms of building authority, I want to just kind of call this out here. This is probably something you've already done. But like me and my surprise at CEX a few months ago, this might be an out of sight, out of mind kind of thing, especially if we're talking about a social platform that you don't use very often. You might have a Pinterest profile, but you don't really use it. And if you go to it right now, you might be surprised to realize that's two headshots ago that you have up there. That does not make it easy for search engines, which do have image recognition as a tool that they use to connect the dots, right? There's a whole bunch of other platforms. I mentioned a few like, you know, Vimeo, Tumblr, uh, there's about.me. There are all these different places outside of your typical social media platforms of Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and whatnot. You just want to make sure you have an account. You don't have to spend a lot of time on them. You just want a presence so people understand Yes, this is the Brittany Gardner that I am looking for. Another thing you can do to boost your personal SEO today is to work on picking up some quality backlinks. Here you've got two options. If you've already been mentioned in articles, podcasts, blogs, even in, in social settings, make sure that the links on those articles are linking to you and your website rather than your social media profiles. A lot of times people, you know, go ahead and link to your LinkedIn account or to your Instagram account. And that's not doing a whole lot of good for you in terms of SEO juice, at least. If you don't have good articles featuring you out there, now is a good time to start putting a strategy in to do this. 
podcasts are a great bet to guest speak in places. And I would urge you to go back and listen to my episode with Angie Trueblood on how to pitch if you haven't done that yet. Please, please don't send crappy pitches out there. Just so you all know, I have a folder in my email and then four subfolders about podcast pitches I think do a crappy job. I would love to list them here for you just for a little comic relief and also as a a mild way for me to release this venting stress about how many crappy pitches I receive. Those four folders are one, all about them, two, didn't follow instructions. I have clear instructions on my podcast submission page, for example, three, publicity leeches, and four, spray and pray pitches. Uh, That one, by the way, that fourth one, spray and pray, that's actually my favorite. I can't tell you how many podcast pitches I get that are from completely unrelated topics and industries to me. You guys, I like gardening, but I am not going to talk about lawn maintenance on my podcast. And yes, there is a podcast pitch about lawn maintenance or some person who excelled in it as a business owner who wants to come and talk about their business prowess on my podcast. It's not going to happen. So rant aside, pick up some quality backlinks by moving into the arena where you're paying a little bit of attention to PR and authority building by doing interviews. The third type of content that you can create today, or at least start working on today, is your actual about or bio page on your website. In that page, any term that you want to use, like content strategist Brittany Gardner, must appear. You can do that very simply. You can weave it into a conversational write-up. In fact, maybe do both. It would help. (laughs) You also want to make sure that you're using Google's markup schema for bios. Even if you don't have an SEO rich site and you don't want to put money or time or investment of any kind into that on your website as a whole, do it to this page, even if it costs you a little bit to hire an expert to do it. It's an investment that's going to help your page move to the top so that even if you are mixed in with Brittany Griner, the basketball star, your page is still the top on Google or at least the second one on DuckDuckGo. If you don't have a PR page on your website, this is a great way to do that as well. Make sure you have a short, medium, and long bio pre-written for yourself. So anytime you do go submit for one of those interviews, when they ask for a 200-word bio or a 100-word bio, you've got one ready to go. It also makes submitting to be on these places for summits or interviews or podcasts or whatever you're going to do so much easier. I just dropped the link, brittanygardner.com forward slash PR, in anything that has that. You can get all my headshots, all my bios right there on that about page on my website. I am going to make it as easy as possible for you to, one, link to me, two, promote me, and three, talk about why my services are better than the next content strategist out there. Having all of that in one place isn't just good for promotion, it's good for your SEO as well. It, again, allows the search engines to connect the dots about who you are, what you stand for, and who you can help along the way. That is the goal of personal SEO in a nutshell. And I just want to remind you guys, don't let a Googling surprise happen to you. Until next week, keep using your content to build that no like, and trust factor up. And you guys, if you appreciated this episode, do me a favor and drop a review on whatever podcast platform you're hanging out on these days. It helps people like you find this great content. And if you tell me that this is the episode that led you to do that, it helps me understand how to keep creating better and better content for you guys all the time. Bye for now. Bye for now.